The Redneck Tech Podcast is brought to you by Diamondback Covers, the absolute best cover you could ever spend your money on. If you need an insurance policy for all the expensive gear on the back of your truck, then you need a Diamondback cover. Make the bed of your truck a vault with Diamondback. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Welcome back to Redneck Tech Podcast, um, where we stopped doing episode numbers on the last podcast. So uh, on this podcast, this is going to be one like we've never done before. We're going to have four hosts on this one. It's going to be me, Ryer, uh, Dawson Leak. And Drew Seals, we are all here in right outside Perry, Oklahoma. We are filming a big waterfowl project for Blue Stem Waterfowl. And uh, this is the first time all four of us have gotten to work together. And really, today was really the first actual full day we've all got to work with each other. And knock on wood, if any of them, you know, if it continues to go like it has this trip, we might have to work together on every trip. Because today was... A lot of fun, and I don't normally have fun on waterfowl. And I've talked about that on this podcast many, many times about how waterfowl, I have a disdain for waterfowl, which most of my reason for disdain on waterfowl is sitting on the other side of this room, and he does not have a microphone, that's Chuck, because we have had some really tough hunts. and uh, But we had an awesome hunt this morning, but I want you guys to kind of intro yourself, and Dawson, we will let you go first. So tell us kind of your background, where you came from, what you, you know, what what you're doing now, what you like filming the most, which I know all the answers to these questions, but maybe nobody else does. So kind of tell us about you. Well, uh, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I'm a freelance videographer and photographer. And um, <coughs> kind of just started off by just taking pictures and videos and posting them on social media. And one thing grew to another. And uh, I was in school at the time and took a semester off to see what happened. And then... Uh, made some money and then took another semester off and then made some more money and then took another semester off and then to take, took another semester off and four years later I'm still taking semesters off and uh, still doing it just doing you know uh, work with different people getting to meet cool people like who I'm with now and uh, yeah I mean just grinding yeah and if you could pick one thing to one thing to film what is it um 100% waterfowl yeah and one thing that you don't ever want to film again we talked about this earlier whitetail whitetails yeah <laughs> I could, you, care, I could care less to be in a tree unless I'm in a tree above a bunch of panel blinds. Yeah, taking and, photos. and you and and you and <laughs> Drew, which Drew's been on the podcast, he he shares that sentiment somewhat, right? Yeah, but I love deer. Yeah, you love deer. Yeah, you like That's hunting deer though. Correct. Yeah, you're, yeah not, you're right. not yeah, not too. I, I love filming waterfowl, hunting whitetails, hunting yeah, white anything tail. with a bow, anything. Yeah, and um, see, you know, Ryan and I have the most experience doing. The big game stuff and the waterfowl has been really tough for me historically. And Ryan done some, you know, you just waterfowl in California, right? Yeah, I did a little bit uh, here and there, but I would say that I share your sentiments as far as waterfowl goes. I've de- I definitely like the big game more. I mean, if I had to choose anything, it'd be elk. Yeah. Like if, oh, for if, sure. If too. you could just film elk all year, yeah. I would rather do that. Well, and, and I think it's because we've had some really, really tough hunts and I've, and it kind of ruined my, you know, put a bad taste in my mouth. But if my first experiences would have been like today, today was by far the best waterfowl hunt I've ever done. 
Um, I've done a bunch it was of really good. It was really good. And and according to our guides and the place we're hunting, they're like, ah, it was okay. And I'm I was like, say, that was an okay hunt. I mean, that wasn't like. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad by any means. But. See, but I can tell you guys are waterfowlers. Like we got, I got real excited. Like when there was running and chaos and mm-hmm. dogs chasing down birds, and like we had to run back to the blind, and that was cool for me. Um, like that doesn't normally happen. Normally, we're like, please God, let a single come in and let us get it on camera. <laughs> you need to stop hunting Georgia. Oh well, we the, the thing is, we don't really hunt Georgia for waterfowl ever. It's always been Mississippi. We did some Arkansas stuff. We did. North Dakota, where else have we been? Um, I mean, we were hunting freaking catfish ponds and didn't kill them in Mississippi one time. You know, it was tough. But um, I don't know. I, if Today changed my mind, though. I can see how that can be a lot of fun. But I still wouldn't trade it for turkeys and elk. Which, Dawson, you've done a bunch of turkeys. Yeah, turkeys and elk. But, I mean, I still like waterfowl more than than both of those. I don't know. Elk was pretty cool, but... I'd still rather do waterfowl, but just whitetails name it on the list for me. Hunting or yeah, oh I know. Uh, it, I, mean, it's, it's, it, I think it's cool, but I'm just it's it, not me. It takes a special kind of a special kind of person to grind it out and do the water with the whitetail thing. And I I don't mind doing it. I like hunting whitetails. I grew up hunting whitetails. I don't want to do it day in and day out like some of these guys do. But um, you know, we are starting this big project with Bluestone today. Today went really well. And uh, it's first, like I said earlier, it's the first time I've got to work with you guys. And kind of I wanted to kind of lay out how we're doing it different than how all of us normally work. And the way that all four of us normally work is we're usually one-man banding. You know, we're shooting, we're producing, we're editing, we're the audio guy, we're the everything. You know, we're going out and we're shooting either a short film, a commercial, uh, a web series, or whatever the case may be. We bring that footage back. We put it on a drive. We edit it. It goes out. That's what all four of us are used to. Ryan and I have got to shoot together one time and since he started working with me. And then you guys have done, you know, you you know, y'all have worked together a couple times, though, haven't you? No. Nope. This is our first time working together. Yeah, we've, oh, really? We've met. Uh, once? Yeah, once. <laughs> met oh. once and then we were. Okay, well, I, I, thought, yeah. I thought you guys well, had worked together a little bit more no, than that. No, because it, was, it wasn't long after we first met. When you inquired, you reached out to me about this. And so he was just like literally fresh on my brain. Yeah. And you, you were like, you know, I'm searching for a photographer. Good timing. To kind of, and you know, it was just perfect. I was like, man. Is, is this your first right time guy. just doing photography? Um, no. Um, it's probably my, I don't know, maybe second or third time, I guess. Really? I, mean, I do a ton of photography, but not many of the times people just straight up say, hey, I want you to come here and just do take, photography. Just take pics, yeah. yeah. Just take photos. I was jealous of you today for it, though. Yeah. Same. But I don't know. I was kind of jealous yeah. of oh, dude. Yo, yeah. I was he was over there with my my big lens, like, zoomed in on those lessers, and I was just like, it's still, oh. It still doesn't do it for me. I'm still, the whole time, I was like, I mean, it's awesome, but I'm like, I want to I hold my camera. Yeah. <laughs> <My> camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we, we ended up killing, I think it was like 87 or 89. We had like, how many how many guns was it? It was like, it felt like 30 people. 22? 22? <laughs> it felt like a whole militia. Yeah. It felt, no. like, it felt like that militia just rolled up in a bunch of Polarises. Yeah. They're <laughs> just like, all right, we're here to kill things. <laughs> we're here to kill things. <laughs> and they did, and they were all about it. That's That was the line. We're ready to mess some geese up. That was the line that, Mi- that Michael said. He said, we're going to kill all of the geese, <laughs> which it, 
it's really cool because, like I was saying, this project is it's going to be a four-part series. It's going to live on Mossy Oak Go and a couple other places um, about the guides at Bluestone Waterfowl. And, and uh, I know Drew is working on some stuff with another outfitter, and I know you guys, have, you've done a lot with a bunch of outfitters and other series. But the really cool thing about this one is we've got three producers and a photographer, really four producers, if, you know, if we wanted Dawson to pick up a camera, we can. But as of right now, I don't think we're going to need that, knock on wood. Well, he'll um, help on some of the other shots. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, but the cool thing is that we talked about the first day, like we all talked about pre-production a good bit. Um, but the coolest part of it is, is what we're trying to do and the way that we're trying to differentiate this product is, you know, Ryer and I are completely focusing on dialogue, making sure we get all the talking, all of the the things we want said, uh, the interaction between the guides, you know, some interaction with clients, them calling the shots, them doing all those things. Dawson is literally worried about getting all the pictures, making sure he's keeping sponsors happy, getting social media, getting web stuff, getting, you know, all the images. And then Drew is completely focused on getting pretty stuff, sexy stuff, you know, kills, you know, kills in high speed, really tight stuff. And, um, when we walked out the door this morning, Ryan and I were talking about how naked we felt because we, we really had a camera and a battery and a mic in our hands. And we're like, we're used to carrying all kinds of stuff. And y'all kind of the same way. We're like, you know, well, we've only got our camera and our, you know, bag of lenses, you know, because we all had our own individual job. And I'm not going to lie, I could get used to that. <laughs> I could get, nice. I could get used to just having one responsibility and knowing I've got really good guys behind me handling the other stuff. You know, I, I mean, I don't get to do that that often. It's nice to know, especially like for something like this, where everything moves so fast and there's so many different people to really cover the breadth of everything that's happening. Trying to do that as a one man band. And that's what happens a lot is really tough. I mean, it, it's you almost can, you it's never mentally can, it's so mentally taxing. You never can compl- you ne- yeah. you'll never cover it like we're covering it right now. Because you can't you you know especially if you're doing a hunting show where the story is killing things. Yeah. You really have to be focused on the birds and in order to be focused on the birds you can't be focused on stuff going on in the blind. You can't yeah. be getting those tights, you can't be messing around with any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and espe- you can't be like moving around and and going from person to person all the time and and but you want to do all those things. You mm-hmm. want to get multiple people talking. You want to get, you know, you want to get in real time people calling, people looking. There's not enough people time running in, around. Not enough time in the day to do it all though. And and not by having, And having all of us here to be able to do that, you know, where we like I know Drew's back there getting the kills. He's on the birds. He's getting the scenics. He's getting all that pretty stuff. So I can literally hunker down in the blind, and almost like today I just kind of went into a mindset of I want to follow, like, what does it look like in the blind as the guide and just follow the guide's movements and focus really on what is he doing and try to feel that through the camera. Mm -hmm. And that was cool to be able to do Uh, and not have to worry about you know, if you got, I got a couple bird shots, but it was still through the lens of it was because we were tired because we were tired of getting calling. <laughs> oh, I got so much calling, <laughs> so much calling. Well, see, and you know that's the other thing is is I was sat in there next to somebody, and you know we had a fence line full of people, so I couldn't just like jump around and move mm-hmm. spots because you couldn't do that. You kind of stuck. Yeah, so I was sat. Trees. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he, Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, Dawson did climb a tree. And so, you know, you're sat next to somebody and, and you you just get to a certain point where, like, I think I've got all of 
the calling I can get today. Yeah. Like I don't oh, know yeah. what other th- I've I've ran out of places to shove my camera. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I got, I got to that point. I got to that point too, and you and shot then, and well, then you shot way more than I did, which is standard. Yeah, well, it's just, yeah, normally standard. <clears throat> well, it, it's 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 cool to get to do, you know. But another thing, you know, we talked about at lunchtime today is it's it's rare to be able to have a client or a show or a production that allows us to do what we're doing. Essentially, it's gonna it takes budget, it takes time, it takes scheduling, and then you know our goal for this is to once this is done filming. We're filming a four-part series in essentially a week. And then we have to turn right back around, go back to Georgia, and start editing. Try and get this thing out in a timely manner while it's still fresh on our mind, which that's that's the way I like to do it anyway. I hate I hate letting stuff sit on a hard drive because, it to me, it loses the all those little things that you forget about in that time frame. Um I mean, is that I mean, is that kind of percent? Yeah, yeah. All so the cool ideas you have in the moment just disappear. Yeah, a month, two months later. Well, and I try and do a good job. And I don't know if y'all get you guys do this. I try when I have ideas like I had one this morning to take out my phone immediately and like write it down in like an outline notes and make sure it's like to where. I, and if I look at this in three weeks, it still makes sense. Like I, rem- I remember I've looked at notes before and be like, "What in the God's name was I talking about?" And completely clueless. But uh. This morning turned out better than I could have hoped. Um, and like I said, we're only really a day and a half into this thing. Um, well, you know, what do you guys think? I'm having fun. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, that's Sitting it. on my $14 air mattress having the time of my life. <laughs> I'm just here for the tree climbing. <laughs> I'm here for the tree climbing. Well, you know. And Brahms. And, and that's and, and Brahms. Well, and that's the cool thing, too, is, um, I, you know, we had never we never all worked together before, and I've I've done some some stuff with different producers before, but never like this, and never on a project that stresses me out as much as this one has, um, because I want I want this one to be good, but uh, you never know what kind of personalities you're going to get with people. You know, you can you see things, you know, you see them on Instagram or social media, you see the work that they do, and you know how talented they are, but you're like, hmm, I don't know about working with you know how how are we going to work? To, hey, d- does he play well with others? You know, um. And I, you know, I fancy myself as somebody that can get along with just about anybody, and man, I'm having a ball, you know. And but it, it, it's so good to know. And I said this earlier, and I feel like a broken record. It's so good to know that you have people behind you and beside you that are more than capable of getting everything. I don't have to check on you guys. I don't have to do anything, and you, you, vice versa, because you know we're getting what we're supposed to do. You're doing your job. You're doing your job. You're doing your job. I'm doing my job, and then once we get back to editing, it's going to be like, okay, I've got 57 versions of this, and now I get to pick the best one. You know, um, like I ask, I ask, I come up to you and I said, "How's the how's the morning going?" You're like, "I can wrap right now and go back and edit. I've got some really good stuff." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm surprised y'all aren't over there cracking away right now. <laughs> well, it and I, I'd like to put together a one minute piece, but um, we were going to go and do some more scouting tonight, but. The uh, it was so good today, and the weather kind of turned off ugly too, and it wouldn't have matched what we did yesterday. So we're honestly it was something I didn't think we were going to get to do, which is hang out a few minutes. Um, all the footage just dumped. Everything's what it looks like a bomb went off of freaking camera gear in here. Um, <laughs> I won't get one free. A get, I won't get one free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, maybe we can talk about some of that. Uh, 
you know, Dawson, when you go out to take pictures and you're running video, um, what kind of gear are you running and, and, and really why? Is it, you know, is it because this is the stuff you've always ran or, um, you know, kind of go through your gear list? Um, for video, I'm shooting uh, a Red Raven. And for photos, I'm just shooting a 5D Mark IV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was shooting Sony before that, <coughs> Sony FS5, and I had a Sony A7R three. Then I sold the sold the FS5 um, not super long ago, and and ended up getting the red just because um, I just got to the point where I needed it and I wanted the quality and the dynamic mm-hmm. range and the colors and stuff like that. And Sony's colors are crap in my opinion. Yeah, but. Um, at least ca- compared to red. Oh <laughs> yeah, anything compared yeah. to red is. And uh, true so, story. Do what? True story. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the dynamic range is what kills me. That's right. what. I, that's what. That's dynamic what I ra- range and the, the frame rates. Being able to have you know, super high resolution with super high frame rates. You don't have to like drop down to 1080 to get a. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, Drew's shooting what 96 frames at 5K, and I'm shooting 120 at 4.5K. Mm-hmm. And still have an amazing resolution and yeah. color and everything else like that. But, um, yeah, I sold all my Sony stuff. I still love my Sony's for Sony for photos, but my reds can't mount, and I didn't want to have adapters and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah. I sold it and got 5d so I could have all Canon lenses. But, um, yeah, I've kind of gone back and forth in the past four years. I've had, I feel like every camera I've had FS five, FS seven, one DX Mark two, Sony A7S2, Sony A7R2, Sony A7R3, uh, Canon 7D Mark II. I just like trading. Yeah, it sounds like, like it. I Jesus. Like, I like new stuff. I feel like Drew, me and Drew kind of, I feel like, click on that because yeah. we just like uh, playing with stuff. Yeah. Not not as far as like tri- like getting rid of stuff yeah, and getting yeah, new stuff, yeah, but as far as like being a gear nerd. Well, the learning curve. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I get one camera and I learn and I'm like, okay, like this camera's kind of maxed out. I want, you know. Something I can do, push a little further with. Yeah. And it got to a point where I'm, you know, red is kind of pushing yeah. those limits. For yeah. Sure, so. and, and we're, and, and we're, I mean, and we've been there too. I mean, we're, we're to the place where I, I want one for, especially for stuff like this. Um, it, it, it's overkill for most of the things that we're doing, which I think is probably overkill for what you guys are doing too. But it, it, at some point you got to get to the place to where, the gears matching the project, the gears matching the, um, the the level of production that you want. It's uh, you know, it's not that I feel like I can, that I can't get really good stuff on a Sony, but it, budgets don't line up with Reds a lot of times. Um, and you know, I, if I get a Red, I mean, I told y'all this, I'm gonna charge more. Right. You know, because I have it. You know, because that's that's a premium piece of gear right i mean that's what i've done yeah drew yeah you have to um but yeah you know and you drew you're running uh you're running red dragon x which is what's the and i I think i know the answer to this but what's the difference in the dragon x and and the raven so the raven they're both uh the dsmc2 line Mm -hmm. the raven kind of came out as a i think they initially built it for drones gimbal Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of the running gun, mm-hmm. hood mounts, et cetera, all that crazy stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's just lightweight. And they discontinued it. And I, ha- I actually had the Raven. So I started out with the Raven. And I had it. And Red offered an upgrade to the Dragon X. And the crazy thing about the trade-in was 
It just wasn't like this, ship your camera in, pay the upgrade fee, and we'll ship you a new camera, right? So it was literally, I found out from a Facebook post by Jared Land, like the red guy, because I think he's a vice president or something. And it was on his personal Facebook page, and it said, attention Raven owners, upgrade alert for one week only. It's a, like a, what did they call it? Like back alley upgrade. It was like kind of sketchy. Like I was skeptical. <laughs> kind of sketchy. You know what I mean? Like this, they sell cameras for, you know, yeah. multi-million dollar films and mm-hmm. productions and all this other stuff. So it's like, why are we reverting to personal guys, Facebook page? Yeah. You know, so I, I, I proceeded with the with it and you know reached out to them and I was like hey I have the Raven I want to upgrade they said well you have to come to Red Studios in Hollywood you have to bring your camera in person you have this week to do it it was like around the Valentine's Day like February it was like a five day gap four yeah. or five day gap and it's like three weeks away yeah it's like January so I look online get a $110 plane ticket fly to Hollywood, take my red to this basement at the Red Studios, like Uber over there. You're serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. And went downstairs, met, I think his name's like Clark McClanahan or McClanahan or something. Real nice guy. We go down there. He has a laptop. I mean, we're just talking about projects and, you know, the weather and what have you. <laughs> and we were actually in the basement. He was like, uh, they filmed I Love Lucy down here. And, you know, I'm nerding now. There's, like, Hollywood posters, movie posters everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's pretty neat. And a uh, little Mississippi boy, I was in a big world out there. Yeah. Just walking around. So he eventually goes upstairs, comes down with a brand-new Dragon X brain in, a, in the box, plastic. I sat there, and he let me put all my parts and accessories on it. And I Ubered back to the airport and flew back to Texas. Like, what, like was it a significant upgrade charge? Uh, what was it? So the Raven, I don't even know what they were selling for. I think I've, I've paid, used for all the parts and gear and everything. I think I was in it like 12 to 15, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And then uh, I traded just the brain and up, I think it was like eight or 9,000 bucks. So I traded the brain in. But the, the main reason, I didn't do it for the half a K of resolution you know what I mean? I did it for, they discontinued the Raven. And the DSMC2 line uh, was upgradable. So now my Dragon X is upgradable. If I wanted to go get a Helium, I could take that Dragon X, trade it in, pay a smaller upgrade fee, and get the 8K. To where Dawson, you couldn't do that. Right. They it's don't like, offer it. They can put a different sensor in it. Yeah, I can just mine. send it in. Mine, you can't change the sensor. And with his, like he's like, yeah. oh, I want to spend another 20 grand and have you know 8K. Then they can go in instead of, Buying a whole new brain, they literally just change out the parts in his his brain. Honestly, I think they just, I think system. they do swap it. I don't know. I mean, because the the build's a little different on some of them. Uh, yeah, did, anyway, see, I'm, I'm learning mean, stuff. I mean, yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. I upgraded it just because I wanted to be future proofing myself. Uh, right. That way, you know, futuristic. I have pipe dreams, and mm-hmm. as we all do, you mm-hmm. know, I was just thinking, I don't want to, I don't want to end here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll, I'll go and and bite the bullet and pay for it and uh you know i'm already invested might as well mm-hmm. just invest a little more to future proof myself that way you know here in a little bit if i, I do want to upgrade mm-hmm. i have that that luxury well i was really reluctant 
to bring you guys to do this just because I knew y'all were bringing reds and I knew I was going to want one and that's going to cost me a lot of money. Um, but it, because we talked about so this, we, yeah, oh, no. well, we talked about, upgrade. well, we talked Everything about, um, guys for sale, son. <laughs> we, we talked <laughs> about lease. money talk. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> well, what we, what we talked about was, uh, but buying a red, and I know this might not pertain to some of the people listening to this, but this is this is what this is what I want to talk about. So y'all just shut up and listen. Um, I like listening. Yeah, my my whole thing was when when you buy a red, you don't just buy a red. Oh no, you you've got to buy the media. The you've got to buy the media. What you if you don't have a soul. <laughs> <laughs> no. What do I sell? No. You've got to buy. Media, you've got to buy more hard drive space. You've got to buy, you know, most of the time a much stouter computer. It's, it's a, uh, it's not just one thing. It's not a plug and play system. You know, it's a love hate thing. It's a yeah, it's a love hate thing for yeah, sure. That's why you charge more. Yeah, you charge more and you get more toys. Yeah, yeah, more toys for sure. But um, you know, it's one of those deals to where I, uh, I've I've been wanting one ever since I ran one. I don't know, two or three years ago, I ran a, uh, it was just a standard Dragon. It wasn't a Dragon X. And this was, it was several years old and it just used and abused. But um, when I got to edit that footage and the things I could do in post, the the, you know, the way it looked and uh, I just, I fell in love with it. I hated everything about it except how it looked once it got on the phone, you know, on the computer and on the drive. Weren't we talking about that earlier today? About how... How much bull crap you'll put up with a camera? Yeah, for image quality. Why do you hate it? Why do you hate everything about it though? Well, how expensive it is. And well, that's that's a, that's a negative. Ergonomics. Ergonomics aren't the best. Uh, it takes up entirely too much hard drive space compared to what I'm used to. It needs a really you know beefed up computer that's expensive to run it efficiently. Um, that's a myth. I don't know, man. I've that, edited red, yeah, plenty of red on a laptop, MacBook, MacBook yeah. Air, MacBook Pro with like eight gigabytes of RAM, pumping stuff I mean, out. If you're getting up to, if you're shooting like 8K, like you know, super like non-compressed at all, then you're talking something different. Yeah, but like that, and I mean, you know, just simple. Some people, you know, maybe editing, which I know this. I'm not calling you out on it, just for future reference but other people you know like their playback monitor might be playing back at full resolution oh and yeah not no. realize it right. yeah you know just little things like that uh you know put that down in a fourth or less and oh yeah no i have use to proxies do. uh yeah yeah oh there's, I mean, there's ways there's ways around it but just like you just yeah. said you've got to do all these things to work around it just because of, you know the yeah. camera but it's worth it uh if, if if you really if you maximize what you're getting out of the camera there's, there's and downsides, the editing, but the positive sweet, you know, that's the when you're downsides by far. Getting it. Yeah, just like there's downsides like of the you know like FS7. It's an amazing camera, but like it's got like it's it's ergonomic. It's you know it doesn't take up space, or whatever like that. But you're sacrificing like quality. I guess it just oh, depends really? on what you want to sacrifice. Not you're sacrificing quality, but compared to a, compared a, to a red, right? you are. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. By no well, means, it's a bad camera. It's a beast, an amazing man. camera. Oh yeah, they're beasts. Sure. Yeah. No, but they're awkward to travel with. That's the biggest thing with the FSA. Like, it's just, yeah. it's got so many weird little things coming out of it. Yeah. Like, the only real good way to travel with it that I've found is to break it all the way down. And that's, then that's a pain. You have to break the whole thing down and put it back together every time you go somewhere. Yeah. But 
that's a different conversation. And you can rig the red, red up in like so many different ways and break it down like super tiny. Like if you aren't doing like crazy audio or doing whatever else, you can have it just like basically just like a square with an audio. And that's it. Yeah. Super, super simple. You're, you're not used to the this microphone. This is like a magic wand. Yeah, he's magic wand. <laughs> I'm, over there. I'm Go, talking. Going in and out. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't and, cool enough to get headphones. Yeah, me and Ryer stole I'm the good. Moving. I'm scared mine's going to make like noise on my jacket. <laughs> me, well, and, me and Ryer stole the good microphone. The thing about that is this one is plugged into channel two. Oh, God. And channel two has got the special EQ <laughs> and audio effects to make my naturally velvety voice sound even more velvety. So... Jesus I can't God. give that up. That's my. That's the one thing I've got. Channel, channel going two. For me. Channel two is always well, going to be Ryer's channel for you sure. Read the phone book to me. Huh? You could read the phone book to me, and I'd listen to it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a- a- Aaron seven one seven four five four three three. Black coffee. Black coffee. Tastes <laughs> like charcoal. <laughs> yeah, Dawson. This morning, I I asked Dawson how he like. Because we're the only two people who drink coffee here, yeah, apparently. Because you're, you're the, the rest of y'all are, you're, I don't know how you guys function. Y'all need drugs. Mocha. Yeah, you need drugs to function is what <laughs> the problem is. I was looking up Starbucks. There is one nearby. Oh, really? Really, it went eight, that far this morning? My months. coffee was that bad that you were no, like, no, oh, gosh, no, dang. I'm going to look up Starbucks la, who no, burns it all. That was last night. We said so He said something about Starbucks, and we are like, I wonder how far. Let's just look it up to see how far it is. We're like, it's probably going to be like 125 miles, and it was like eight miles. We're like, really? Yeah. I didn't even know Oklahoma had Starbucks. All they had was Cactus and cows and <laughs> turkeys and snakes in the summer and snakes lessers and yeah I I, I was seeing I was asking Dawson how he liked his coffee he said he liked it pretty bold so I made it pretty bold and then he walked up to me this morning at about what nine nine o'clock and he's like what'd you make that freaking coffee out of charcoal <laughs> he said he said that what was it that you said that you like it was milk? like you, if you milked a bag of charcoal that's what the <laughs> coffee was like it was and you know what he put enough he put enough coffee beans for Thirteen cups of coffee and only put four cups of water in there. <laughs> There's eight. <laughs> Still, <laughs> I thought I put enough for for to fill the whole cu- to fill the whole container. I guess I didn't. I remember my first time. So making tomorrow, coffee. tomorrow at three a.m. Yeah, Dawson gets to find himself making the coffee. Hey, and I'll have biscuits ready and eggs and big cup of chocolate milk too. Go, y'all heard it. Dang, so we better dang, wake up to that. Freaking proof yeah. of that crap. Yeah, we got free chocolate milk today at the Bronze. Well, let's uh, free after I spent fifteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> he took one for the team to get us took some chocolate milk. Yeah, I, I saw oh, everyone's eyes. Okay. Milk. Everyone's eyes lit up when she said free chocolate milk, and then she was like, "Can you go buy groceries?" And everybody was like, "Ah." Well, originally like, we thought she just said free chocolate milk with fifteen dollars, and so we had uh, more than fifteen dollar order of Brahms. and so we're like, "Okay, bring us the chocolate milk." <laughs> like, oh, just kidding. Asterix, uh, only if you buy groceries. Which doesn't make sense because financially it, it all goes to the same place. Yeah, you know all the money's going to the same place. So I think we should have had our. Well, let's not let's that. not talk about um, common sense and and logic here. I mean, obviously that's not what this built country is built on. Um, Oklahoma. Yeah, especially Oklahoma. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about some editing and some workflow. Um, you mm. know, general. Oh, this this is Ryer's subject. You know, I it, love it. We were talking earlier about you know kind of Drew and I sound like we have similar workflows. And editing styles and organizational methods, but um, how how do you Dawson when you're doing you know Lightroom stuff and editing stuff? How do you organize things? Is it are you pretty OCD and anal about how you organize things? Or are you pretty laissez faire like I am sometimes? Um, I'm not that OCD about it really. I mean, I'm OCD about how it's organize all my hard drives and stuff but, like but that. But you organize it for you, not for someone else. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's how I am. When, yeah, when it comes down to, like, 
like a month down the road, I'm looking for a photo. I can go back to my hard drive and I have it like organized. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's under this trip and that day, or yeah, yeah. like that. But when it comes to like Lightroom catalogs and all this that kind of organization stuff, <laughs> that's not me. I was all about some Lightroom catalogs. Yeah, I'm not all about that. <laughs> Here's the deal with that. Okay, I'm just gonna fill you guys in on something. The other day, Caleb was looking for a picture. How long did it take you to find <laughs> a that long picture? Time. And he told me, he told me, hey, it took me three hours to find this picture. And I said, which picture? And he told me the name of the picture. And I went, I could name to you right now exactly where that is on my hard drive, and I could find it in 30 seconds. <laughs> so you can make fun of me all you want, Caleb, until you I, need a picture I in, never, in I less n- than a minute. I never made There. Never, never made fun of it faster. What? How did you find it faster? Because I knew where it was. It wasn't just shoved somewhere. <laughs> well, I don't shove it somewhere. Like I said, I have, like, on this trip, trip I'll have, like, blue sim waterfowl, like, day one, like, under, like, you know, raw and edits or whatever else and stuff like that. So I can just go to my hard drive and find it fast. But when it comes to, like, yeah, going through Lightroom to find it, then yeah, it's lost no, space. It's lo- I'll, it's clear, lo- I'll clear it and, you know, delete all the stuff. Yep. <laughs> Me too. See, I just don't understand that. Why would you do all the organization on the front end and then just throw it in Lightroom and be like, oh, there it is now. You know, I feel like you just after I hit export on those images, they're pretty much done. Yeah, after they're I export the images, box. they're dead to me. Right. I mean, I, I take them all and I put them, you know, back into like I have like an edits folder in the same thing. Like under Bluestem, I'll have like a raw file and an edit file under each day. That's and then the, like the edits that I just edited earlier yeah. today. That's me. I drop back into an edit thing and then I, they're gone. So apparently, you're the one that's wrong in this scenario. Without a soul. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe I don't have a soul, and so I'm making up for it for trying to organize right. hard drives and Lightroom catalogs. There's an empty space in his chest, and he's trying to fill it up with catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> there might be. Catalogs and milk charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Man, that's can't funny. can't catch a break today. No, I know. Everybody hates on Red Velvet. Oh, Red Velvet. Yeah. Um, Which we didn't know was a nickname. Did we until. announce that on the last podcast yet? No, it just happened at ATA. Oh, okay. Like, oh, so, by the way, this is Red Velvet to everybody. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, Ryer's new nickname is no longer Ryer Porter. It is Red Velvet. Ryer's nickname is no longer his actual name. It's actually a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> what is that nickname? Red Velvet. Yeah. 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 I was hoping you was going to say it with like. Oh. oh. <clears throat> He's going to clear his chest. I, I called him Minnow. <laughs> Red yeah. velvet. Is yeah. that better? No, man. I'm thinking like. Is it not raspy like enough for you? 70s, like Austin Powers. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't seen enough Austin Powers to impersonate that. What? What? All right. Get out. That's it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Like you're, you're the weakest one. Like freaking gold member. That guy. This <laughs> painted oh, yeah. you who gold. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was hoping. Favorite part so, is, is with the curtain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get the arm and the apple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby's arm holding an apple. Oh, yeah. That's one of the best lines ever. Um, And Austin Powers is one of the best movies ever. This probably shot on red. <laughs> <laughs> nice dig there. Nice subtle dig. I like that. Curiously um, enough, I think most of the best pictures uh, awards are going to Ari's. Yeah, I would. I would assume. I don't know. Probably that. I saw a chart. I saw a chart. Ari Alexa was like the top. And then yeah, yeah. But I don't think you could run an Ari doing this stuff. There's no way. I'm sure you could. It would suck. But you could. Yeah, Red's made it more like more user friendly for stuff like this. And I feel like Ari's like so strict on. Have you seen the the one they made for Michael Bay? Oh yeah. Um, Oh, his his special custom white one. 
lime green one. Lime yeah, the lime, lime green one. Was it lime green? Yeah, the didn't mayhem. They, make, mayhem. they made him a white one too, though, didn't they? The, they have the stormtrooper and the, the I don't know. Yeah, they have like carbon fiber. I don't look at those because I just salivate. <laughs> and I think about like wow, robbing I mean, banks like and dealing like you know cocaine or something <laughs> to acquire a lot of money to just. <laughs> I don't know. Just one good run would get me there. Exactly you know? right. One good run to Mexico and <laughs> That's what be I'm set. Just one good, yeah. I'm good with it. That's awesome. You never go back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know this this project is uh, like I said, it's been stressing me out. But I, I, I said today was going to tell the tale and knock on wood again. I think we're we're uh, we had a good day. We're we're chugging right along. We've got enough to do a really awesome kill you know kill show already which this is that's not the premise of this whole thing is a kill show but um no just really enjoy hanging out with you guys and you know learning from you um watching you work um and i'm excited to see what this one ends up looking like so uh hope y'all guys you guys are having a good time i'm having a blast and awesome uh, yeah it's uh it's about to get even more western yeah so um you know i'm thinking we what we do is uh we might have time to do another podcast one night. I don't know if we'll have time. I brought this just kind of on a, a whim. Um, we did a couple at ATA, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, kind of introduce Dawson to the podcast. He's never been on here. Drew has been one time, but you didn't get to, like, be here. You had to call in. Um, and you actually – When was that? My God. I'll have to look back. Only two I think weeks I was still ago. Living in Mississippi. Well, no, he called oh, – He called oh, in. For yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was he a called in ago. for the pre-production one, but then he – I was thinking about the, the two weeks ago. Yeah. Shoot. That was before. That was before I was even here. Oh yeah, I yeah, would have still been in California. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you're, man, you're good for a call. I was like, yeah. Hey man, what's up, morning? Mm-hmm. Hey, we're on a podcast. You want to uh, jump in? I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's yeah. roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, that's how like you got to go. Like well, it. that that one was. We were doing the live pre-production for this. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, I was like, well, let's might as well get Drew in here too. Yeah. You know, he's on the phone. Might as well work him in. Um. But no, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to uh, to see it finished. I'm excited to see the finished images from you know from Dawson. I'm excited to see the finished uh, puffs of you know gray feathers from ge- geese and uh, and maybe me and Ryer can tell a you know fill the gaps with the dialogue. But no, I'm just kind of excited. Um, and I know that that podcast was just kind of an intro and just hanging out, but. Uh, Thought we we could, uh, you know, kind of give you give the listeners uh, kind of a look into what you guys do too, um, and if they don't already follow you, they absolutely should because they'll learn something and they'll see some awesome images and some awesome content from you guys. But no, I appreciate the heck out of it, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Looking forward to it. <laughs>